Today's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcasting Network. For more episodes like this, check out BREELnetwork.com. That is it! I have had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. Why'd you censor it, sir? Just say the word. Because the censor is really funny. Is it? The censored version, yes. I didn't watch yeah. the censored version, obviously, so. I've seen the censored version on TV. Um, the TBS or TNT has played Snakes on a Plane. And that's probably one of the most iconic parts where Sam Jackson says. It is says, the only part that I knew from that movie before yes, I watched and, it. So. And when they edit it, they that's what they turn it into. I think it's great. So, yes, but we are going to do a throwback cinema of the great 2006 film, Snakes on a Plane. Adam, you had never seen this movie till I told you to watch it because we're going to do the review. Right. It's it was very interesting. It was an interesting movie. Yes. I got to be honest with you. I had avoided watching this movie for years. I didn't want to watch it. I knew what kind of movie it was, and I was fine with it. But it wasn't really like it was like Sharknado esque. I, I don't really go in for those kind of movies most of the time, even though this came out before Sharknado. But I was like, eh, it's fine. And then you picked this for Throwback Cinema, and I watched it. I gotta be honest with you, I was pleasantly surprised. It's a fun film. By no means is it a good movie. Oh, it's horrible. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. But it's fun. It is just It is just a laugh-a-palooza. It is, ah. Uh, I love Samuel L. Jackson in what he does. Um, but just this... You compare it to Sharknado, and, and you're not necessarily wrong, but there's a couple differences. First of all, this was actually in the movie theater. This was this was a yeah. this was a film that went to the theaters. I did not see it in the theater, although I got a phone call from Samuel L. Jackson telling me to go see it. <laughs> he did. It's what it, a great a great piece of marketing they did for this film. There was a Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, like when you has his voice clipped, yeah, and you could type in a phone number on the website. They would call the phone number, and it had Samuel L. Jackson's voice recorded. And you can type in like names. I got a phone call, and I was like, <laughs> "Some number." I answered. I'm like, "Hello." I'm like, "Hello, is this Scott?" And Samuel L. Jackson's voice. I was like, "Yes." He's like, "This is Samuel L. Jackson." <laughs> <laughs> talking to me on the phone and i'm like oh hello and then I, at this point i realized it's a recording because he, he goes this is what i need you to do i need you to get in your honda crv take your girlfriend Kristen, and go this weekend <laughs> to see my movie snakes on a plane that's great. Like, oh, my friend Ian did it to me. Yeah. You put in the, guy, the person's name, what kind of car they drive, and who they would go to the movie with. And they call you, and they have the recording pre-made. It was classic. That's I great. loved it. I did it to so many people. It, oh, it was so good. But, yeah, I I like this movie. I think it's fun. Um, are you a Samuel L. Jackson fan? I enjoy me some Samuel L. Jackson a little bit. I think he's a great actor. I, he's done so much. He's, his characters have been all over the map. So I made a list. 
of my top five characters that Samuel L. Jackson has portrayed in movies. Would you like to hear it, Adam? Go for it. All right. Number five is a unique one. He wasn't a star of this movie. He played a relatively small role. But he did have some good lines, and this is one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm going to go ahead and say Mr. Arnold from Jurassic Park. I love Jurassic Park. I think it's great. And he has the hold on to your butts line. Yeah. He's constantly smoking a cigarette. And then at the end when he goes to get the power back on, he's ripped apart by a velociraptor. And, uh, you know, they only find his arm, well, his severed arm left. But I think that was a great, a great character by Samuel Jackson. Number four, got to throw a Disney movie in there. I have Frozo. From The Incredibles. <laughs> Woman, where's my super suit? <laughs> He's so great at that. And they're coming out with Incredibles 2. And I'm very, are they? Yes, they are. Holy shit. I, everybody's yes. waiting. Years. It's yeah. been over a decade. Incredibles 2 is coming. And I can't wait. And Samuel Jackson will be reprising his role as Frozo. All right. Number three, I have a character that he has portrayed several different times. And that's Nick Fury in the Marvel Universe. He He's kind of the mastermind behind it. A little bit, yeah. He, he kind of, in the later films, he kind of just, he's like the watchmaker, you know. He, he assembled the Avengers, if you will, and then he lets them go. He lets them do their thing. I, I like that about him. Number two, you're going to be interested in this one. I have Mace Windu. I like him. I don't like much about the prequel trilogy, but I do like Mace Windu. He's got a purple fucking lightsaber, Adam. (laughs) And he's pretty cool. So I really like Mace Windu. And my number one has to be Jules from Pulp Fiction. Just the one-liners he's got. Just... Just how badass he says. It says badass motherfucker on it. Yeah. I mean, that's a great character. So those are my top five Samuel Jackson roles. Snakes on a Plane didn't make it, but it's up there. Okay. I got, got? I got five. Okay. Um, my number five, I'm going to start it off. It's going to be a very similar list. There's going to be one or two differences, though, on my list. Number five, I'm going to give it to Mace Windu. Okay. okay, the only black Jedi we've ever seen, like the only, the second only black person we've ever seen in the Star Wars universe, let's be honest, uh, Billy, Billy D. Williams was the first one, so you gotta give it to Mace Windu, I do love the purple lightsaber, I'm not a big fan of the fact they killed him, supposedly killed him, who knows if maybe in the extended universe he had come back, um, my number four, I'm gonna give it to Frozen. Frozen for the Incredibles. I I I I remember him from there. I'm a big fan of him in there. Um, I love every every time he shows up on the screen. I love it so much. Woman, he plays my super suit. He plays a lot of supporting <laughs> roles. It's hard to find anything good that he's done that he starred in. But his supporting roles have been excellent. They have been. Um, my uh, third one. I'm gonna give it to Russell Franklin from Deep Blue Sea. I was gonna say that's great. Russell Franklin, Deep Blue Sea. He's given the speech. He's given the speech. He's the he's the star of the film. He's given the speech, and out of fucking nowhere, spoiler, 
the shark jumps the fuck out of the water, tears him apart, and kills him. Like, what? That was great. That was so It was great. amazing, yeah. Deepest, bluest, mad as like a shark's fin. Oh, cool, Jay. It's pretty cool in that, too. My number two is gonna throw it's gonna throw you off a little bit. I'm sure you didn't even know he participated in this. There's a voice acting gig he did for the popular video game Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. He voiced one of the main antagonists to your character, Officer Tenpenny. You play a gangster that's come back to town, and you're kind of taking over the hood uh, with your gangs and stuff. He plays a corrupt police officer. His voice acting is fucking phenomenal. It is phenomenal in that game. Um, and my number one, Jules from Pulp Fiction. Of course. Jules of from, course. it has to be Jules, so. Our, our lists were really similar. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, one or two differences, yeah. so. Yeah, I thought about Deep Blue Sea. I thought about putting that on there, but <sighs> proud of you for that. Yes. Proud of you for that. So that's that's our, our boy. He's in a lot of stuff still. You know what I love about Samuel Jackson? His origin story. His origin story is like the ultimate rags to riches story. Like he was, a, he was like a heroin addict or mm-hmm. something I like that, or, know that, yeah. or cocaine addict or something like that. So he was a strung out drug addict, definitely. Yeah, and then he got, and then he got his acting gig, and he, he like it turned it around for him. Uh-huh. I don't know if he got cleaned up before that or after that, but like it, it turned Hollywood. Like you, you t- were telling me earlier, Hollywood turned it around for him. Hollywood like it saved, saved his, his life. life. Yeah, go figure. Which is kind of weird, but what would the world be like? Without Sam Jackson, I mean, I don't know if it'd it be that be, different. So it, it would be a sad, sad place. Bruce Willis would have to be palling around with some other black guy and die hard too. So, all right. So let's talk about snakes on a plane. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read the back of the DVD case that I own, and you can read the Internet Movie Database one like we yep. tend to do. Okay, FBI agent Flynn played by Samuel L. Jackson, is on a mission. Transport a federally protected witness from Hawaii to Los Angeles so the government can put a brutal mob boss behind bars. But just as the plane reaches 30,000 feet, hundreds of venomous snakes are unleashed, causing violence, mayhem, as the violence and mayhem as the vicious predators attack everyone in sight. With the help of LA's leading snake expert on the ground, Flynn leads the other passengers on a desperate, action packed fight for their lives. Hmm. Okay. That is quite the mouthful, as DVD boxes tend to be. Yeah, and this one's kind of wrinkly, so I yeah. had to kind of pull it down to read it, so. This is an older film, 2006, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Um, IMDb, I, what I love about it, they keep it short and sweet to the point. Right to the point. Okay. An FBI agent takes on a plane full of deadly and venomous snakes, deliberately released to kill a witness being flown from Honolulu to Los Angeles to testify against a mob boss. That's it. Short and sweet to the point. So, <laughs> it's a fun, fun movie. It is. Um, have you you've been on a plane before? You've flown in an airplane. I've flown several times. I've been on a lot of airplanes. I've been on a couple times. I have never been on an airplane that looked the way this airplane did. There was an up fucking stairs. You know? That, like, it was one of those big ass planes. The ones that are made to like, fly overseas and shit. 
Yeah, but it was only going from Hawaii to L.A. It's overseas. It's over AC. It's over a body of water. Like, it's not that far. I feel like, well, so the snakes. Let's talk about the snakes. The snakes. Some of the scenes. First of all, I'm going to say this. The CGI is god awful in this movie. <laughs> it's even for 2006 standards, it's god awful. It is terrible. The first scene when you have a snake that attacks somebody, perfect timing and aim, by the way, these snakes have. You have the couple that are having sex in the bathroom. Oh, the Mile High Club. Yeah, the Mile the, High the, Club. The big titty woman who takes her bra off. And, and then the snakes bite her nipples. Right like, on the nipple. Right, right, right on, on the, the nipples. nipple. Perfect. Yeah. Terrible CGI. That's the first time I noticed it. Horrible CGI. It looks right. god awful. Right on her nipple. That must have hurt. <laughs> I'll tell you what hurt probably probably a little bit more. The dude that was taking a piss. Oh, that yeah. made me flinch. Like that <laughs> uh, was terrible. He's like, "Get off my dick! Get off my dick!" He's like sitting there screaming and shit like that. Like it's it was a thing. But yeah, the snakes. There's all different kinds of snakes of all from different countries, different venom types. Oh, they all had this shit. All kinds. Like every snake you can imagine. They even had a giant like python boa yeah. constrictor anaconda yeah kind of the, those aren't venomous no but the guy like kicked the dog at it <laughs> i was watching it with my sister and she got freaked out when she saw the dude i didn't see it coming i knew the dog was gonna die i didn't see the douchebag take the dog and fucking toss him to the fucking snake mm-hmm. like that was fucked up yeah and then he immediately gets his fucking comeuppance yeah like <clears throat> it, it's very unrealistic i mean if a snake like that just ate the dog, albeit a little dog, it's not then going to eat a human being. Like, yeah. and snakes aren't that. I know they came up with the plot line where the the lays on the plane were laced with a drug that made the snakes go crazy, and that's why they were more aggressive. Because snakes aren't aggressive; they don't like people. You yeah, know, they some of them are venomous and they can kill people, but they don't want to. They want to get the fuck away from you. So, oh, man. One criticism I will have about that giant anaconda-like snake, they gave the snake jaws, teeth. Like, like snakes usually have fangs and stuff like that. Like, when, when it was slithering by and stuff like that, like, it opened its mouth. It had, like, shark-like jaws at its mouth. That was a criticism I can't let go by. Even for a movie like this, I can't let that, that kind of criticism... That was... That was terrible. That was, even for, like, yeah, I get fun-filled movie and everything like that. That's just one criticism I just can't fucking let go by. They gave the snake fucking jaws. Like, what the fuck was that shit about? I don't know if you remember that scene. Um, I do, but I think they do have <coughs> teeth. Not, like, shark-like teeth, though. Like, what's it got on IMDb? What's its rating? Five, five point six out of ten. That's yeah. high. That's a, that's average. I that's, mean, for that's a like movie 50, this bad, that's it's 50, pretty good. That's fifty percent. So look up Rotten Tomatoes. What were you gonna say though about you didn't like this teeth on the snake? No, there's was, a lot of problems with the movie. I never like for- I said. I can I can forgive certain things. That's just one of those like factors I just can't forget. That's like. That's almost like saying, like, snakes have arms. It's almost like a snake slither around and then it punches a baby or something like that. And it's like, okay, the snakes don't have arms. Snakes don't have those kind of jaws like that. They've got, like, two fangs. They swallow. They don't chew. They swallow their prey whole. 
Like that's what they do. They crush the bones and they swallow their vic- their prey. Constrictors whole. do. Yeah, yeah, that's what they do. So they don't chew like that. So there's no reason for them to have jaws. It's got a sixty nine percent Rotten Tomatoes. <clears throat> that's not bad. That's not terrible. That's surprising. I didn't think it would be that good. Another another thing I was a bit confused about was at the beginning of the movie when the snakes are first released. One of the first things they do is they bite the electrical panel. And that's what causes, like, a short out and stuff. I was so confused why. I understand they were aggressive, hyper-aggressive. But why would they just outright buy, bite the electrical panel? That's the one thing I was... It created it created uh, problems It that was just unnecessary. Like, they needed an excuse for that older pilot to go down there to do something. I was like, okay, you know, we'll just do... Just, snake bites the wires, you know, whatever, fuck it, you know. <laughs> it's a goddamn movie, who cares? I was happy. I did see uh, David uh, Koechner. Is that is that how you pronounce his last name? He played the uh, co-pilot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him. Yeah, I was really happy to see him. He played the every everything he does is I think is funny. He was a great character in it too. He played like the normal douchebag, like uh, just womanizer mm-hmm. guy that he normally plays a lot of the times. So according to this, and I'm looking up some facts, the body count was 31. And usually when I try to rewatch these films, I try to keep track of, you know, how many boobs we saw, how many people died, any other cool facts. Yeah, the the important things in life. I mean, we saw some boobs. We already brought that up in the in the bathroom, the Mile High Club, and the snakes bit them. And we've got a body count of 31, 31 people, 29 snakes died. So more people died than snakes. We had one dog and one cat bite the dust. You know, that's breaking the rules. Like you said, your sister. You don't kill animals. People get pissy. Yeah. Kill 31 people, kill 100 people, doesn't matter. But kill one dog, one little kitty cat, and people get angry. It's true. I mean, they're fairly innocent. Like... Especially the dog. Especially the dog. That was an innocent death that was totally unnecessary. Like, yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm surprised the blonde chick survived, the owner of the dog. I was I was thinking, I called from the beginning she was going to die. I was totally wrong. What do you I, think about Keenan Thompson's character? I was going to bring him up. Mm-hmm. I love Keenan Thompson. I love him, too. I'm a big guy. From, from all that... And Keenan and Kel when he was Saturday on Nickelodeon. Yeah, Saturday Night Live now. I've always been a big fan of Keenan Thompson and I enjoy him. Like he's he's the uh uh entourage, you would say, to that rapper mm-hmm. that's on the plane and they're like old friends. Yeah, but he's got like that kid friends as kids. Yeah. And... He's he's got that sarcastic attitude every time he makes comments like, Oh yeah, 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 and he's like he's like basically tells him to fuck off. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 he's a funny dude. Like he's great. He's a he's a gamer. He's on he my saved side. Saved everybody because he was a big time gamer, big time video gamer, and because he had done some flight simulation video games, he Which, was the only one who could land the plane. All right. I don't know if you've ever seen a flight simulator. They are scary accurate to how planes heard, are. Yeah. They are scary accurate. Even if he put in all that time in a flight simulator, I don't know if he could have successfully landed it to that ability that he had. I mean, he almost crashed it. But he he did well, and I I was a big fan. The of that. Chuck Yeager flight simulator is very accurate. Yeah, like if you log in, like they almost <clears throat> flight school, they want you to log hours on that kind of shit before yeah. you log them in the actual plane. 
Like, it's crazy. So it wasn't as far-fetched as the snakes no, no. having teeth and ears and hands and stuff. No, I, 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 still, bought, I still bought it. So, um, no, I, lo- I love Kenan Thompson. I'm a big fan of Kenan Thompson. I, I, there was a lot of things I called whenever I saw this movie. Like, when the movie started and I, they were introducing the characters, like, the main pilot, I called it that he was going to die. I absolutely called it from the beginning. Samuel Jackson's partner absolutely called it from the very beginning. He was going to die too. Like he was going to be one of those ones. That, he got in the throat too. Like he got yeah. it right there in the throat. I felt bad for the, the little boy who got bit in the hand. But he survived. He did, but he's probably going to have, you know, nerve damage for the rest of his life. Yeah. But he gets to live. And it's yeah, a movie, so I mean, it's there's not real. I mean, there's a lot of people. <laughs> there's a lot of people that wish they would have survived with nerve damage. One of the things I was surprised about uh, one of the deaths was the two uh, married couple that were on vacation. I was a little surprised they died too. The one that had the 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 dude that had the uh, fear of flying and shit. I was a little surprised they died. I like the scene where right after it first happened, they were able to barricade themselves like in the forward compartment away from the snakes. <laughs> And there was people who were bitten and they were hurt and they needed a doctor. So anybody doctor, they checked the the plane manifest and like, oh yeah, there was a doctor sitting in seat whatever fourteen C. And they look over the curtain and they see the fourteen C. And there's a body sitting there who must be the doctor with his mouth open as a snake is crawling out of his mouth. And I'm like, oh, there's the doctor. <laughs> Yeah. Um, when they, when when Samuel L. Jackson said we need to build a wall, did you have flashbacks to elections past? <laughs> did you? <laughs> build a, keep the snakes we gotta, out. We got to build a wall. Keep the snakes out. Um, you know, you brought up the comparison early on to uh, Sharknado, and you're not wrong. Um, I started saying before. You know, Sharknado is a made-for-TV sci-fi channel movie. Um, Snakes on a Plane was in the movie theater. I think, why, here's my question, why do we have six freaking Sharknados and we don't have a sequel to Snakes on a Plane yet? Why? What are you gonna, what are you gonna do for a sequel? Like, Snakes on a Boat? We, I mean, Snakes on a cruise you, ship? are you going to speed that shit? Is that what you're going to do? You're going to do speed to that shit? Is that what you're trying to do? Speed? Like a snakes on a bus? Well, like, well, no, like, you know, like speed to, they went on a cruise ship and shit like that. You're trying to speed oh, yeah, to that shit? Too. Like, is that what you're trying well, to do? Well, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that. I'm absolutely going to do that. You fucking jump in the water then. That's what you do. You, you get in the lifeboat, you jump in the water. Sharks around the boat and snakes in the boat. I'm just, I'm just brainstorming here. Adam. Well, if there's sharks around the boat, then there's no problem because they're around the boat. They're not in the boat. It's gonna be called "Snakes on a Boat" and then the subtitle "Sharks Around the Boat." <laughs> <laughs> what, is it, what if it's the ultimate crossover? Snakes on a plane with Sharknado. Sharknado. Oh my gosh. Well, look at you. Remember, you remember the movie Lake Placid? Yeah. With the giant the cro- alligator yeah. crocodile that was in like some remote lake and was killing all those people that was in the movie theater that was i remember watching that in the 90s i went and saw that in the theater it was it was good it was an entertaining movie they've made several sequels since that never went to the theater they were made for tv sci-fi channel films that were horrible they could do that with snakes on a plane make snakes on a plane too and just put it right to tv on the sci-fi channel 
but you would I feel like you would need Samuel Jackson to do snakes on a plane oh, too. Oh no. And Samuel Jackson's making Marvel money now, so <laughs> like how are you gonna get him to come back for a sequel to that? Yeah, he's he's making Disney money. So he yeah. He's got Frozo, Nick Fury, yeah, he's yeah. he's not coming back. Snakes on a plane. <clears throat> Did you hear the song by Cobra Starship? Yeah, at the end. That's so good. It's a good. It's a catchy tune. You know what? The, it it's catchy and everything like that. Whenever I heard started hearing the song, I thought to myself, and I don't know if these guys are big back then or not. I don't think they were because I got to remind myself this is two thousand six uh-huh. when this movie came out. I would have liked preferred to have like Lonely Island do like a Snakes on a Plane song or something like <laughs> I, that. That would be funny. That would have been a funny end song if they, if they, if you tagged them to do like. An end song for that. I can see the venom in your eyes. <laughs> yeah, see, that's a common misconception about snakes. I was taught this by the late, great crocodile hunter, Steve Irwin. A lot of people refer to them as poisonous snakes. No. Poison is ingested. Venom is injected. So snakes are venomous. and I think they're referred to as poisonous a couple times in the movie but oh so i'm glad you enjoyed it i'm glad it i did was enjoy fun. it i did glad enjoy it was it. fun so here's a fun fact about the title i i think i think the title snakes on a plane is is killer it is so good for a movie i read this cute little tidbit here um samuel l jackson's representative his uh, agent said the title needed to be changed because Samuel L. Jackson couldn't work on a film with such a title. When Jackson heard about this, he responded with the comment, we are totally changing that back. That's the only reason I took the job. I read that title. (laughs) So basically what that means is he got the script for snakes on a plane, and he just read the freaking title. And was like, "That's awesome. That's I'm doing it. Where do I sign?" And he got back to his agent, who said, "Samuel Jackson is a big star. You know, he's not going to be in some stupid movie called Snakes on a Plane. You got to call it something different." What they change it to? Do you know? Oh, uh, I don't know. It doesn't say, but they're gonna <laughs> Venom Air, Con, <laughs> Con Air Two, Snakes. <laughs> I'd watch that. That so, that just tells me Samuel Jackson has a great sense of humor then about it. Like obviously he to be in the movie in the first place he must have a great sense of humor, but the fact that he's like no, that's the only reason why he's in the first place going to because of the name change it back. That just means like he wasn't just looking for a paycheck, like he actually enjoyed working on the movie. One of the things I thought was weird and there's no real reason why it was weird. It's just kind of a weird thing. When Samuel Jackson's character goes down underneath <coughs> uh, the actual plane, like at the bottom of the plane, and he has to flick the switch to turn the power back on and get the air flowing and everything like that again, this dude found a fucking harpoon gun. <laughs> this dude fucking harpooned a snake. Like a snake that was like up on the wall slithering down and shit like that. 
Like, he aimed that shit real quick and harpooned a snake. I was like, where the fuck did this dude find a harpoon on a plane? <laughs> like, he found, a, he's got a gun, but he found a harpoon on a plane. Adam, think about it. They were coming from Hawaii, the Hawaiian Islands. People on your plane, you bring your personal items and they're stored below. Somebody was Who the prob- fuck is harpooning shit? Somebody was doing some spearfishing. Mm-mm. Not with a harpoon. Yes, that's how you spearfish. I, I've never done it. I've seen I, Castaway. That's not how you spearfish. That's, no, somebody was spearfishing, and they're come. They're flying back to the states, and they had their harpoon gum stored below. I don't. So apparently, this is another fun fact for you. Originally, the film was supposed to be a PG thirteen film. How would they have done that? Well, it was going to be a PG thirteen film, and there was a lot of internet buzz. Fans were excited about this film, but they were mad that it was PG-13. They said, you need to make that movie an R. So New Line Cinema, they went back and they spent a five-day reshoot filming some extra scenes to make it an R-rated movie. In that five-day reshoot included Samuel Jackson saying the line, I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Which, that line is rated number 55 on the top 100 best movie lines of all time. I believe it. It's probably one of the most quotable <laughs> lines. It's right up there with King Kong ain't got nothing on me. So. I love that one, too. So I thought that was, I thought that was cool. It was going to be a PG-13 movie. <laughs> that sucks. They needed to have it R. It needed to be R, and I'm glad it was. I can't think of any other solution. All right, so his solution to getting rid of the snakes when he gets pissed off and he says that famous line, his solution is to have everybody strapped down so he can shoot a hole in the fucking plane and all the snakes get sucked out. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can think of any other solution to that fucking problem because the cockpit is just covered in snakes. You got to get Keenan Thompson in there so he can fly the plane, land it. Like, I don't know if I can think of any other solution for that. Like... It's a good idea. So the role of the the kid who was the witness, it was originally supposed to be Shia LaBeouf. No shit. But there was some contract. Uh, there was a conflict, a scheduling conflict. That would have been even greater. In the scene where this, I never picked this up. I have to rewatch it and look for this. The scene where the male flight attendant is fighting with one of the snakes and he throws it into the microwave and pushes a button and heats the snake up and kills it. That was fucked up. That was real fucked up. The button he pushes was like for the popcorn button, but instead of saying popcorn, it said snake. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't pick up on that, but apparently it did. (laughs) I had no idea. How about the biggest mindfuck of that whole movie? That dude wasn't gay. That was the biggest mindfuck yeah. of that whole movie. Yeah. Everybody, even the even the freaking uh characters in the movie were surprised about that. So now like like now like we were saying with this movie, it's a terrible movie. It's not a great movie. It's akin to like Sharknado and Starship Troopers and all those other kind of movies. It's not a great movie, but you gotta take it for what it is. So that's the reason why you gotta kinda look past a lot of those criticisms and a lot about those facts. Uh, like you were talking about poisonous, not ve- or venomous, not poisonous. And I don't know if there's that much more that can be said about this movie. I it's mean, a- yeah, go see this movie. I mean, you hadn't seen it. People, if if 
you haven't seen this movie yet, you gotta go see it. Just just have fun with it. It's an enjoyable, enjoyable movie. Um, not a great movie. Don't expect, you know, five-star ratings or anything like that for this kind of movie. Hey, hold your, hold your horses. I haven't rated it yet. I'm talking well, about like know, critic, cri- you know, critical cri- or critically acclaimed and shit like that. You know, it's 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 highly rated as a cult classic. I guess is what you would. I call think it, so. so. I think so. It's got it's got that following. I'm I'm a fan. You might be able to find this in the five dollar Walmart movie bin. You might. You'd have to search like really hard for that. I'm not that devoted. To... <laughs> you have to search for everything in those things. It's yeah. Horrible. Um, <laughs> but you picked it. Okay. So why don't you rate it first, Scott? All right. Not a good movie, but so much fun. So much fun. I. It's a movie that I always <clears throat> laugh. I always have fun watching it. It's got action. It's got comedy. Samuel L. Jackson. I'm going to give it a 3.75. You're going to go that route, eh? Yes. 3.75. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's it's up there. All right. Well, like I said, I first time seeing it, I've avoided it for so long, but I finally watched it. F- fun movie. Enjoyable. Even all the death is fun in some <laughs> ways. Um, I'd have to give it a 3.5. Oh, it's, it's that's high, high. It's high up there. It's, it's, I'm it's glad one you of, liked it. It's one of those movies you just suspend all disbelief. You know, take the critic's glasses off and just put your fun glasses on and just have fun with it. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, there's not a whole bunch of substance. We're going to wrap this review up relatively sooner. Yeah. Which is a good thing. It's, it's take it as you will. It's a bunch of fucking snakes. Get loose on a plane and start motherfucking killing people. And that's the movie. Yep. That's it. That's, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's all it is. There's not much thought behind it. It's not. It's not going to be an Oscar winner. I. Uh, it's just that's how it rolls. But sometimes you need movies like that. I wanted to take a break from doing our f- favorite films that are sometimes the best films that we're given five stars to. I wanted to do something a little bit off the beaten path, and that's why we did Snakes on a Plane tonight. It was a good pick. Good yeah. pick. So, if you guys listening to the show, if you have any recommendations for movies that you'd like us to do a movie review on, go ahead and send us an email to foryourdistraction at gmail.com. You can also reach us on our social media sites. We are on Facebook and Twitter. You can search for For Your Distraction on there. Like us, follow us, send us messages, let us know what we're doing right. Let us know what you thought about the movie Snakes on a Plane. Let us know what your favorite Samuel Jackson characters are. Um, we are also a member of the Be Real Podcast Network. That's B-R-E-E-L. Be Real Network. Go ahead and check them out. They are awesome. They have a whole bunch of great shows on there. Go to BeRealNetwork.com. Check out the website. You can listen to us and a whole bunch of other shows on there. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud by searching for For Your Distraction. You can follow us on there. Or iTunes, same thing. Search for For Your Distraction, follow us. Give us a rating, 
write a little review what you think about us and yeah tell us what tell us what you think adam i'm glad i'm glad you finally saw the film yeah it was this is one i wanted you to see for some time you get to pick the next one but we're probably not going to do another movie review in 2016 yep the new year's is coming up it will be it will be 2017 when we do another movie review i'm looking forward to it keep thinking I'm definitely a the brain, but the gears are turning in the old brain box. Thanks everyone for listening, and everybody have a safe and happy Christmas and New Year's. If we don't see you before that, and it's just you know, Adam, I've had it. I have had it. I've had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking podcast.